Uh, good Monday morning. It is November 17th. I was debating on if I wanted to do my run first and then do my podcast or do the podcast then my run. But this is week five I'm going into and I literally just have to do three bouts of five minute runs. Like I, you know, do a warm up walk, then five minutes of running and then like a couple minutes of walking, then five minutes of running, a couple minutes of walking, five minutes of running and then a cool down walk. I know it doesn't sound like much, but I got to tell you week four, I did like something crazy. Like, I don't know. I think it was like two and a half minutes of running. And then there was like a five minute run, then two and a half minutes of running, then a five minute run. And I was slow as fuck last week, but I remember my podcast. I was like, let's just be happy that I'm running. Doesn't matter if it's slow. Doesn't matter if my running speed is people's fast walking speed. Like at least I'm doing something. So I'm going to keep holding on to that while I do my run this morning after my podcast. I figured I'd be too out of breath, too. Hmm. So I had a super relaxing weekend, but I did want to talk about, because, you know, the topic has been the time change in the last week or so, you know, how dark it is and how depressing I go to work and it's dark, I get home and it's dark. And I get that. I'm not going to minimize people, especially if you have seasonal affect disorder. Like, it's a real thing. I get it. I do. It's very easy to kind of feel glum right now. You know, we're not, I mean, if you think about it, like a lot of people up here, I know my doctor was telling me we all need like vitamin D supplements because, you know, we don't even get enough sun here to help us like get our vitamin D synthesized. Is that the right word I'm thinking of? That's okay. I'm too tired this morning to care, but, um, we need vitamin D basically. And I actually take a 5,000 international units a day. I also heard like taking vitamin B is good for you. Was it B12 maybe that I'm taking? Um, Magnesium I heard is really good. I haven't, I can't speak to that because I don't take any magnesium supplements. So obviously good diet, getting your vitamins in and proper exercise is going to help a lot, I think. But there's something that a couple people have mentioned to me, like light therapy, doing that like phototherapy. There are lights you can buy on Amazon. And I, one person I've talked to said they used to like get up in the morning and turn it on in the morning for, I don't know, 30 minutes or 20 minutes a day. And it would help. And it, you know, obviously you're not getting any of the damaging UV rays from these like photo light therapy things. And I'm actually thinking about getting one for our household just to see. I mean, I'm in my 40s. I've lived in this area my entire life. I am very used to winter. I think it's the adjustment that we kind of have trouble with. And I mean, mentally, if you think about it, like we're going into the darkness, you know, it feels like everything's winding to a close. And, you know, the shortest day of the year is like what, like, I don't know, December 21st or somewhere around there, usually the, you know, winter solstice, shortest day of the year. And I, and like, that's kind of what we're leading into the bleak darkness of winter. And, uh, which is funny because we're actually in fall up until that shortest day of the year. And then we're in winter. And then, you know, every day after that, we get like, I don't know, a minute more of sunlight a day until we hit June and the summer solstice, which is like the longest day of the year. And it's funny because as much as Mark hates winter, his birthday is December 23rd. So it's like one of the, you know, right around that shortest day of the year. And mine is June 17th. So I'm right around the longest day of the year. And, uh, you know, I love my birthday. I've got a great fucking birthday in the middle of summer. Well, middle of June, but start of summer. Great birthday. And he definitely has a shitty one living up here. Now, I literally have seen, because I'm always in all these groups because I find it fascinating. Somebody was like, you won't have that problem if you live at the equator. I'm like, yes, let's all just move down to the equator so we don't have to deal with seasonal affect disorder. Like, who's got the money for that, you know? But whatever. I mean, if you do, 
there's an idea. You can move to the equator. You won't have to worry about, you know, being in Australia and, you know, having darkness for so many months a year or living up north and having so many months of darkness. And because of the earth, the way it tilts, my kids think it's really cool that, like, in Australia, they have sun and the beach weather at Christmas time, whereas we don't. It's kind of neat how the seasons are switched. But anyways, so to go into that bleak dark darkness of winter, you know, there's photolight therapy, there's vitamins, there's good nutrition. I know I've read where, like, if you're a daytime worker, it would really help to get out, like, on your lunch break, to go outdoors and take a brisk fucking freezing walk just to get out. And it's actually something we do in my homeschool. We all know there's summer chores and winter chores. And actually, there's all chores in every season, but I'm just going to concentrate on, you know, your summer, you got to mow your fucking grass like every week. If you live in my neighborhood, sometimes two times a week because people like to mow and you feel like it's some kind of weird, non-confrontational, but kind of confrontational thing. It's like, fuck, they just mowed theirs. And like the way the yards are, like they'll mow like a swipe where their yard, like, you know, somehow like my property line, like a little bit of my grass is on theirs and they'll mow it. And then you feel like you have to mow. I don't know if anybody deals with that. And then in the winter, you got your shoveling, got to do the sidewalks, got to do your walkway, got to do, you know, if you have steps going into your house, got to make sure you salt them. You got to, you know, do the driveway. And so I honestly feel like the mowing one might be worse because like I try, I don't know, it's especially because people always seem to do it at like fucking noon or one. I'm like, let's not mow in the middle of the day when it's hot as fuck. Now, shoveling absolutely I'll get the kids out at noon or one because that's going to be the warmest it's going to be all day and we get outside and we shovel everything and get it ready for when Mark comes home so he doesn't have to get off work and do it or vice versa you know whenever I'd be the one at work he'd make sure things were shoveled before I got home so getting outdoors in the winter is going to be helpful um the photo light therapy I've mentioned I think sometimes and this is going to sound weird but this is just my personal thing I think it makes us tougher I do. I think it makes us tougher. Like, I guess I just, I know I talk, I, this is kind of toxic thinking perhaps, and maybe somebody's going to catch it and tell me later. But I think if like you live where it's always easy breezy, and maybe you live somewhere where it's perfectly 70, 80 all year round, like you're not going to get the scraping ice off your windshield and, you know, trudging a few layers on and worry about frostbite. And, you know, you just easy breezy all the time. I just think having severe weather makes you tougher. I do. I don't know. Like, I just, I kind of like that toughness. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking 20. I've got like a hoodie on. I'm fine. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just, it's no big deal. We actually went walking yesterday because it was snowing. And we went down the road, took the dog out and bundled up and went for a nice walk in the snow. And it does help your mood, I think, to get outdoors. So those are my little helpful hints as we're getting into the season and people are super depressed. I'm not saying that your depression isn't valid. It absolutely is. That's literally why they have something called seasonal affect disorder. I'm just trying to give you ways to kind of get through it. Um, you know, like I think I've mentioned Jonah Jinton a whole bunch, but YouTube, J-O-N-N-A, J-I-N-T-O-N, I think she's from Sweden. Her ass gets dumped on in winter worse than we can even imagine. Like there are times because of where they're at, she gets 30 minutes of sunlight a fucking day. Like she literally talks about how, yes, you can get the seasonal affect disorder. Like it's maybe 30 minutes and not even of sunlight. Like the way it is on the horizon, like she's done videos, it's like dusk or dawn. I don't know which way you want to look at it, but it's like very sliver of light you'll see in the sky and the rest of the day's darkness. And so they do a lot of things like they have get-togethers and potlucks. And I know within the last couple of years with COVID, that's been hard for people. But I, I do feel like 2022 is going to be better. So I think if we just kind of have that mentality, this happens every year. 
We know we get down and depressed. What are things we can do? Those coping skills I've mentioned before of what you can do to get through this shitty weather. And then it's kind of like, for me, a time of relaxing and reflecting. It's time of like cozy cocoa, baking cookies, baking bread, watching those Netflix shows that maybe in the summer we were too busy out in the pool all day on the deck, having barbecue and just, you know, food and just hiking. Not that I won't do hiking in the winter because I will, but obviously not as much. So those are kind of the things I enjoy doing in winter, just hunkering down under warm blankets and watching movies and shows and reading books. And it's almost like it's the only time of year we get to rest and relax in this area. Because like I said before, when it's sunny out, people are like almost, you feel guilty. Like, why aren't you outside? It's beautiful. And I'm going to tell you all right now, Wednesday, it's supposed to be 60 some degrees. So hold that thought that it's already 40s and cold and 30s and snowing. 61 degrees currently. I know the weather changes rapidly, but Wednesday. Get your asses outside on Wednesday and really soak up most of the day that you can because it could be another couple months before you see a 60-degree day. So that's my thought I'm going to leave you with. Enjoy Wednesday, you know, and if you don't want to, fuck it, don't. But, you know, open your windows maybe. Let the fresh air in. So mostly just seasonal affect disorder kind of talk today, I guess. Just some things to do during the shitty winter and just know that it's going to be short. I know people act like it's six, seven months. I mean, seriously, like I said, 61 fucking degrees in November. I know for a fact, because God love Facebook memories for this, but like sometimes in December, sometimes even in February, we'll have some kind of unseasonably warm day. Like there'll be snow on the ground, but the sun is out in a blue sky and it'll be, I don't know, 58 degrees. We do have those. So I think it's very easy for us. And that's like a mental exercise you all can do. It's very easy to be like, God, everything sucks. Everything's terrible. But I want you to push through that and be like, it's just terrible this second, this hour, this day. Instead of making it so, you know, this whole season's terrible. Because again, hot cocoa, cookies, sled riding, winter walks. Like there are plenty of things I can think to do during winter. And it's kind of like our allowable rest time. I preach about our capitalistic society and people hating rest. Winter gives us a reprieve from that toxic mentality. We are allowed to rest. So I urge you to kind of think of this next few months as a resting time. Recharge your batteries time. Read the books you don't have time to read usually. You know, there's no better excuse than shitty weather outside. Cuddle under those blankets. Watch and binge Netflix shows. And don't stress about the weight gain. People, that's like a big one every year. I'm going to work out more. I'm going to lose weight. I'm literally menopausal. My midsection's spreading, even in spite of my ass running, which I know when you run, you're going to gain a few pounds. I get it. But we're so fat phobic in our culture. I'm going to enjoy fucking cake and cookies. I made like a couple dozen cookies last night and I had a handful of them, like three or so, but I enjoyed them and I didn't feel any guilt for eating cookies. I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm getting close to 200. I shouldn't eat cookies. No. So don't do that. We need to leave that negative thinking at the door. What else for the winter blues for people? I mean, if you obviously have real depression, you should be seeking therapy and medication as well and talk to your doctor about it. I'm just, because I'm not a licensed person, you know, I, in that field, I can just give you helpful hints that have helped me over the years. And definitely don't be afraid to take medication. Y'all know it takes a while to work. I mean, it could take anywhere from six to eight weeks to get to a therapeutic range. So I know people think like we're in that Burger King kind of mentality, my way, right away, right now. You want some, you know, we love those instantaneous weight losses. I don't have to do anything but drink this shitty drink and I could lose 10 pounds in two weeks. It's like we're afraid of hard work. Like I've been on this crazy 
DASH diet, which lo basically is like a low-sodium diet, since April, May, somewhere around there. And I did lose like 17 pounds within a few months, but then I've packed on a few with the running. But the way of eating is better for myself. And it's okay. Like, I'd rather just focus on health versus how I look. I think we should all have that mentality, focus on what makes us healthy mentally and physically versus like how we look. And it's a weird thing that I know most of us women get, you know, are we, are we fuckable? Like drop that thinking. It's weird. It's weird that we get that thinking. Like we have to be appealing to people and look a certain way and not go gray, not get wrinkles, not get fat. I'm not saying that men don't get that same message. You have to have big muscles. You have to have like a trim waist. You have to look a certain way. But don't bullshit me because you know men can be gray-haired as a motherfucker and still be like A-listers, movie stars, and then their wives are like in their 30s in the movies and film. We absolutely have a little bit of a difference there with like who's allowed to age in our society and still be considered hot, fuckable, if you will. So just some things to work on your mental. Don't worry about enjoying good food and drink. Don't worry about gaining weight. I think that as long as we still do something active in the winter and there's snowshoeing, there's cross-country skiing, and I got to tell you, those are two things I have yet to do. Sled riding, sure. Hiking, sure. I, I keep, last year I was supposed to do snowshoeing. I literally had it on like a to-do list because I was doing self-care tasks and in January I'm like, oh, I'm going to go snowshoeing. And they offer it at like, um, I want to say Holden Arboretum or maybe it's Penitentiary Glen. Check all the Lake Metro parks. But they offer it. And... It's a couple dollars. Think of it like the 80s and you're going to the skating rink and you're paying a few dollars to like rent some skates for a couple hours. It's the same deal, but you're running snowshoes. So I'm also going to encourage you to do something that you've never done this year to help you beat those winter blues. If you've never done snowshoeing or cross-country skiing, try it. Sled riding, I think most of us have done. If you haven't taken a winter hike, get loaded up with everything you need. Take a winter hike. So... Other than that, I'm actually going into 15 minutes here, so it's longer than I usually like, so I'm going to stop now. But just hopefully that helps you, and um, I'll probably touch a little bit more on next week. I don't have any funny stories to tell anybody this week, just more just what I've been seeing is people being depressed about the darkness. And I just want to remind you there's always light, and if it's not in front of you, you have to make your own. And I think that there's nothing greater than being able to be your own light. Because if we have to rely on others, rely on the weather... That's not going to be helpful for you in life. You have to be your own light. So mental health, physical health, and you can be that beacon for yourself and maybe for others.